Season. Not overreacting, but it might be happening. Oh, in the end zone, Keenan Allen. There he gets him. It is Parsons who takes it back at the 21. I love the upside, the athleticism. To move on. He's on Robinson. He's got a pass. His first NFL touchdown. Kelsey, good night. Touchdown. Chiefs win it. All right, what is going on, everybody? How is everybody doing today? Welcome here today to our Week 13 NFL reaction. We had some solid games over the weekend, and we're going to be reacting to basically all of them today. What's going on, Tom? What's going on, Dom? How are we doing? How are we? What's up, guys? So, yeah, we're in Week 13. Um, In the preview video, we recorded it before the Seahawks-Cowboys game. We were all kind of wrong, I feel like, with our... I mean, we all predicted the Cowboys, and it was looking like we were all going to be wrong there. But the Seahawks definitely covered, and I felt really bad for Geno because he balled out in that game, and the Cowboys, though, they're just too good. That was like an MVP game for Dak. I don't know if you guys think, like, MVP's like... Or Dak is, like, your front runner right now for MVP. I know I think Purdy's the betting odds uh, favorite, I think but... I think he should be, too, honestly. I think, I think it depends what happens this upcoming week. I think this is a big week. The way I look at it is with that, though, so Dak obviously is like the anchor, him and CD, and really the entire offense, but the team is playing really, really, really well, and he's playing exceptionally. The thing with MVP, when you say most valuable player, the thing with Brock Purdy is he was the third guy to step into that team last year, and he did the exact same thing the rest of them did. So how valuable is the quarterback? He just has to be decent. I think Dak is playing like a top-five quarterback this year for sure. He's playing better than Herbert. He's playing better than... I mean, Burrow's hurt, so you can't really say. I think he's playing just as good, if not better, than Josh Allen. So he's right there with, with like the top of the top. Yeah, you could say the same yeah. for Purdy, though. I mean, he leads the league in passer rating, yards per attempt. I mean, he's not just like he's not just giving anything. He is doing. He's making some big plays. I mean, he threw four touchdowns this past weekend. Fair enough. I think Purdy should be like in the top three combo, but I don't think he should be the favorite. Um, I think Dak should be there. It's a shame because. I don't think a receiver or a running back will ever get it unless they have like three different quarterbacks play for them this year. Like if maybe if it was like last year's Niners quarterback carousel with Jimmy G and Trey Lance and Purdy and then CMC had this type of season last year, maybe he could get it. But like the fact that like Tua has better odds than Tyreek Hill, just it's never going to go to a receiver, I feel like. Yeah, even if Tyreek Hill breaks the record, he's still probably not going to get it. So it's a shame. Um, My CJ Shroud finishing third take. Is not looking great. He's currently plus two thousand to uh to advance here um into the top three because Mahomes is still there, just obviously because it's Mahomes, and then you got Lamar to uh Hertz still there in front of them. Um, but yeah, it's a big week, like Dom said, because we do have some pretty marquee matchups for week fourteen that we will preview. Um, but yeah, we saw the Cowboys actually have like a good Thursday night game. Uh, beat the Seahawks just hasn't happened a lot this year. Uh, so we'll hop into Sunday's games where we previewed the Colts Titans game this one ended up going in overtime and it's crazy that Gardner Minshew is going to lead the Colts to a playoff spot after losing their uh, like AR um, Anthony Richardson gets hurt in the beginning of the year and we're like okay well they're just not going to make the playoffs nope they are right there at seven and five um, I'm trying to pull up right now just who our predictions were for this game it looks like 
Me and Tom both took Tennessee. Dom, props to you. You took Indy. Um, well, so I, you were right there. Don't give me too many props because I did say if I was picking second there, I would have took the Titans. But yeah. since I was third, I uh, flipped to the Colts. I do remember that. So I don't know. I don't know if you guys saw any of like the highlights from Will Levis, but he looks good, man. He, he has yeah, he some solid like, zips on the ball. Or did you see the play where he threw the like he threw the ball, knew it was going to either get picked or close to being picked, and then ran and then caused the fumble? No, I didn't see that play because I, guys, I was, I I had I literally had every single when I where I was watching I had every single game going at once, so I missed a couple plays. Like it was even like it was red zone. I was like checking this highlight. I had all I had, there was eight screens in eight games, so I was like I, it was a little much to keep up with. Damn, I wish I can uh, show you guys if I was like on my Mac right now. I could send you guys the link. I'll send it to you guys when I'm done. But like it's the craziest play you'll see. He already throws a pick and then balls midair, sprints to the guy and then decks him and then gets the fumble. Um. So it's kind of wild. I'll send it to you guys after this. But yeah, big win for the Colts. They are now currently 7-5 and five on the year, just pulling up the playoff bracket. I mean, there's a chance this team wins the division now that Trevor Warren's maybe hurt. I know. And they're 7-5. and five. Oh, Yeah, they're the 7th they're the seed, man. Shout out to Gardner Minshew. Uh, again? No, I don't think so. Unless I'm wrong. That, that's tough for them. If they, had, if they had a game at Jacksonville without, without Christian Kirk and Trevor Lawrence, that could yeah. and it's winnable. They only got to do is just yeah. outplay him for one more game. And, they lost um, to the Jacks twice this year. So yeah, they got to make up a game as well. And like Minshew's just balling, which kind of goes back to the point I made last week where they drafted a quarterback with the fourth pick who obviously has zero value for them this year. Could you imagine this Colts team if they had someone like, um, hypothetically, like if they drafted Jalen Carter or Witherspoon or um who else went in the first round i'm trying to like or jackson smith and the jigba on the outside like imagine one of those paired with this current colts roster like they could they could be legitimate like threats then to even win the division yeah. for sure but like, i think when you draft a quarter like fourth overall you kind of have to look at like long term like this year for sure like they could have been like a people who like a team who can make some noise and win a playoff game but i think they i would assume they just probably sold much more than richardson like being able to do what he can do long term and Minshew can, because Minshew, you know, you, you know you're getting out of him. I mean, seven and five, yeah. I mean, he's balling out. Oh, he's playing well. They're they're putting up points, and I feel like Michael Pittman's had a very underrated season. He just very he's having a great year each week. He's going to get paid in the offseason, too, because he's a free agent. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. and he has no fifth-year option. He's a second-round pick. Dude, who would have thought he was going to get more restricted? He's going to look great in a Chiefs uniform next year. He's unrestricted, so he can, oh, but he can get tagged, though, right? They could he can tag, tag but like he's probably. Oh, oh yeah. Tag. I kind of view the tag as like you're restricted still. Um, it's not NBA. But I know. <laughs> well, who do you think gets more money, Pittman or T. Higgins? Probably After this year, I think Pittman. What does Higgins, he even do? T. Higgins has had a rough year, a real rough year. Yeah. Um, but I, I wanted to pull this up. Gardner Minshew, free agent at the end of the year. Do you think he gets starting quarterback money? He's 27. I think he does. I think he, he probably Is gets he like a um, Smith type. I was gonna say like a Gino, like like one of the deals this year, like with like Jimmy G, Geno Smith, or Daniel Jones. Not not Daniel Jones because that's not not that bad. He doesn't have yeah. that bad of a contract, but uh, maybe the GM give him a little bit of a better deal for the team. Like, so probably like something closer to Gino or Jimmy G. Maybe like the Falcons because they won't be high enough to take a quarterback or a team like that that's in the middle. Maybe like Wa- that, um, could be Washington, but I think I think Sam Washington. Howell is fine. Yeah. I mean the Bucks. We're gonna have, have, have a new head coach, yeah. so we'll see what the new head coach wants to do with the quarterback. Yeah. Could be could be Tampa something like that, um, but yeah, big win yeah, for the Colts. They're seven and five. We eliminated them, right? Yep. Yeah, we're screwed. Pretty early okay. on. That's not okay. 
Damn, that's crazy. I would not expect him to be in the running here, but yeah, shout out to Gardner Minshew. Um, so the spread for the Chargers-Patriots game was uh, five and a half. The Chargers scored six points and covered. Wildest thing ever, because the Pats did not score a single point in this game. Um, I think this probably makes you feel a little bit, or even worse, if you're a Chargers fan, that you can only put up six points against the Pats. Either I know they have a good defense, but the fact that you held them to zero and you didn't have good enough field position to score one single touchdown is kind of upsetting. Um, I Well, obviously the Pats are just trying to get Caleb Williams or Drake May. I don't even feel like I don't think that the Chargers are going to make the playoffs. I mean, they're five and seven. They still have to make up some ground. And with teams like Houston, Denver, uh, we just talked about Indianapolis. We'll get to some AFC North teams still in the mix and a big win for Cincy. I don't think the Chargers are making the playoffs. No, neither do I. I think there's just because the teams like the Colts, the Texans, there's, there are too many, and like all four AFC North teams, there are too many teams that you didn't expect to be there that are just playing very good football, and the Chargers like are just going to wind up getting left out because of that and they deserve to because they've had some bad losses and very very poorly lost games yeah i agree do you guys think if you had a bet on it uh would you say that bill belichick's gonna be the head coach of the patriots next year i don't think he should be but he might be i think they might want to give him like a no like like he if he wants like another year or two they'll probably give it to him because he's bill belichick and be like let me see what i can do with Caleb williams and then you know see if he could ride off into the sunset and have one more good team but i don't know i don't think so that roster roger's nowhere near competing I'm pretty sure he signed an extension last offseason. So I do think if he leaves, he has to get traded. So the Pats could be incentivized if a team would give them a first-round pick like the Chargers for for Belichick. I can't see him just coaching on another team. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Uh, just because he's been there for so long. But like, they're going... Uh, yeah, but like you said, if they get Drake May or Caleb Williams, that could definitely change his mind for sure. Uh, they're 2-10. and 10. Big wins for the Cardinals. Um so yeah pats are right there at pick number two um we could just talk about that game i mean it was actually a shit show i i was supposed to go to this game and i thank like every day that i didn't go because there was two rain delays apparently it was just torrential downpour the whole game there was thunder there was lightning the steelers ended up scoring 10 points against a brutal cardinals defense brutal in a bad way and yeah they lost 24 to 10 dom does this is are the cardinals making the playoffs somehow making the no not, they're not making the playoffs um <laughs> Game's kind of a revenge game. I mean, they were just feeding him the ball. That was um, that was just their game plan. What was the total? Like, what time did this game actually end? It started at one o'clock and then ended at what? Like seven. five. It ended around halftime of the Eagles game. So I want to like say seven. it ended around like no, nah, it was probably more like five thirty-six. Like that's just such a long period so of time long. to because there were two delays, so they had to start, stop, start, stop. Like that's just rough. But I mean, shout out to the Cardinals defense for being able to like do that for almost six hours basically um for the Steelers though without Kenny Pickett I'm in the personal belief where I don't think this changes their offense whatsoever going from Kenny to Mitch I think they are essentially the same guy um do you guys think there's any difference going forward with the Steelers offense here no Najee popped up Uh, in the DMP today though veteran I don't (laughs) I don't think it's gonna change too much i do think i do think pickett is better than mitch though for sure and mitch i feel like just doesn't like throwing it over the middle of the field if it's well, not to pat fryermuth well neither does it changes kenny. nothing <laughs> i i know i know well at least kenny was getting better with that um over the last few weeks but was yeah he? yeah i mean he was really good with it last week and then he had um uh it wasn't the game before that it was the uh it was I two weeks was ago, ago. Maybe that was... got fed yeah yeah, yeah, and then he did. Once um, Matt Canada left, this, 
this team, man, this team, I don't know. Thursday night against the Pats, it's going to be the worst game ever. I think the over-under is at 30 points. I would just take the under. Um, maybe the Steelers, like I know Ramondre Stevenson is going to be out too for this game, and it's just going to be an ugly watch. Uh, Steelers are 75. I mean, they still have a fairly easy schedule throughout the rest of the season. They have, what, five games left. I think three of them are pretty pretty winnable. Pats, Colts, Bengals, winnable. I mean, Seahawks, Ravens as well to finish off the year. So it's like... Not impossible that this team goes and wins 10 games, but it's just gross. I'm sure most people not that aren't Steelers fans like do not want to see this team in the playoffs because I mean, they're at this, not very fun to watch. At this point, they probably just need nine wins to make the playoffs. I think nine and eight would make the playoffs this year. You think? Well, because the teams, all the teams that are in contention have to play each other still. So like they're mm-hmm. going to knock each other off, I think. So I think nine would be enough to sneak in. It's because they're already the in. Like, the AFC is very competitive this year. Just, like, everybody in the middle from the 11-seeded Bills all the way to the 5-seeded Steelers, like, are all going to be in it, I feel like. Maybe the Bengals fall out, but I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we say it's competitive, but I also just, like, whoever makes it, to me, it's just, like, a participation. Like, I don't have any faith in any of the teams fighting right now except for, like, the top few. Yeah, I feel like it's literally a Dolphins-Ravens-Chiefs race, and then... Like maybe the Jaguars that they get Trevor Lawrence back and we'll see how long he's going to be out for because I think they're pretty much being quiet about that. It's but a high yeah, angle sprain. Uh, yeah. Apparently they're not rolling him out for Sunday, which is whack. I, I feel like I think he's going to be I, out soon. I don't really know what the rest of their schedule looks like, but I do know that it's like you would think at 8-4 and four in, the, in the AFC South at this point in the, in the year, they'd be like, all right, we got this locked up, but like there's two teams right on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And two, probably the two teams you didn't expect to be right on you. If anything, you maybe thought it was going to be the Titans. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we'll hop into a game that after we all made our predictions, I was like, this is a trap. We're all taking the favorites here. This was the Lions beating the Saints. They still ended up beating them. They went up 21-0. Then the Saints came back. Um, I think they made it 21 to like 20, 27 at one point. And then Derek Carr gets hurt. Um, Winston got hurt too in this game? Or did they just... I don't, I don't remember if Winston got hurt, but I know we saw some Taysom Hill throwing action, which obviously we could see on any week. Um, Sam Porter, just a beast of a rookie's tight end. And this Saints team, I think, is on pace. I mean, they still could win the division, but it looks like they're going to join like the Chargers, possibly the Pats, and they're going to have like a new head coach next year because you can't really get rid of Derek Carr. I think, yeah, they're just kind of not in any sort of position. The defense is still like okay, but the offense is so broken. And like Kamara's like, like Kamara's what his seventh year now probably I'd say like he can't be doing what he's doing for much longer like when their entire receiving core is hurt and then Chris Olave for some reason just doesn't perform the way you would expect a guy who's the only guy in this offense to play and then Kamara getting 15 targets like that's not sustainable so mm-hmm. they're gonna wind up being mediocre until they fix something whether it's quarterback coach or really maybe another weapon but. They're probably, gonna, like you said, Matt, going to be in the turnstile of coaches next season. And I think for this game, I honestly feel less confident for the Lions now after watching this game because they got up 21 nothing in about seven minutes and then yeah. just decided to, like, that was it, that's enough. Like, I said it maybe two weeks ago. I want to see the Lions play a complete game, and we have still yet to see that. So I, I, don't, know, I don't know at what point are we going to get it. Like, obviously the Lions were not going to win this game 60-10. to 10. But they completely let their foot off the gas. They didn't score. Um, I don't. Did they score a touchdown in the fourth quarter? Or did they kick two field goals? I don't remember off the top of my head. But either way, like they just 
completely stalled after the first eight minutes of the game and let the Saints right back in. So I'm still waiting to see the Lions play a full game before I fully commit to them. I agree. Yeah, they did score a touchdown. That was the Jameson Williams run, um, and then they missed. Uh, the, they failed the two point conversion, mm. but. Yeah, so Lions are nine and three, Saints are five and seven, but the Saints are not done yet, just because the NFC South is bad. But an NFC South team did win in the uh, Atlanta Falcons beating the Jets. The Jets today released Tim Boyle. Um, it looks, or it's looking like they're gonna go back to Zach Wilson if he wants it. Um, I know that's just a shit show right now. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't even know who would want it at this point. Um, so it maybe be Trevor Simeon. Do you guys think like the Jets? asked like joe flacco to come back because obviously flacco mm. was a jet and flacco was like i don't want to go there i don't think so i do think the it's foul what they're doing to, to zach wilson though like as bad as zach wilson is like you can't just be like putting him in and taking him out putting him in and taking like all this times like you're messing with the kid's head like bad yeah just just well, just let let him like just let him be on the bench like if you don't think he's good enough to start at all, like he's not going to be good enough the next time you put him in. Like he's the probably the thirty second best quarterback and thirty second best starter in football. Like let's be real. So yeah. why keep pulling him? Just give Trevor Simeon or I guess Tim Boyle Brett a Ripen. shot. Brett Ripon. Brett Ripon. Yeah, Brett Ripon too. Um, I feel like even when Zach Wilson was playing, he wasn't good, but way better than Tim Boyle. I don't, I can't believe they trotted Tim him out this bad, week yeah. too so bad i can't believe they didn't go back to zach wilson for this week i can't believe they saw like yeah you know what he actually didn't play that bad on black friday let's go back to him hey falcons i mean tough defense though yeah yeah um (laughs) so falcons go to six and six um and i think did drake one drake one got hurt in this game right he did i think he got hit on the head i mean it was in the end zone he like got clocked i'm pretty sure he left him i can't wait for this team to draft brock bowers in the uh first round and then never use him but <laughs> nice. we'll, we'll see about that. <laughs> they had um, they had the two most talented, like, like the most talented tight end prospects of all time in their roster, and they combined for like 450 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. Um. So we had the Dolphins blow out the Commanders. I guess you can add Ron Rivera to another coach that could get fired and probably will get fired at the end of the season. Um. We were talking about it before that it's going to be tough for Tyree Kill to win MVP just because it's basically a quarterback award. So it's looking like he will get Offensive Player of the Year, at least hopefully. That would be a shame if the season he has doesn't even like at least get that award. Um, but yeah, he's already at 1481 uh, receiving yards. He's on pace to get 2,098 this season. So well, it would be the first time ever a receiver's ever gone 2,000 yards. Would you guys think that he gets it or i think he do does. you still think like it's he too hard to get it. he'll definitely he'll definitely i think get he gets it. It. you think he's gonna definitely get it yeah. and i I, th- I think he's gonna want to get it too like wow like you know what i mean like i think he's gonna because he tyreek hill likes attention we all know this like you see the way he tweets like you know that he wants to, he's not gonna be like off fly under the radar he wants to break the record well not even and him. i think not even him i'd say the dolphins are gonna want him to get yeah. it so i think it's gonna like, be both of them i can just picture like the Dolphins, like, kind of all but having, like, their seed locked up and, like, a reporter asking Mike McDaniel a question. He just gives, like, some sarcastic answer about how, like, well, you know, like, something about, like, we want, like, hinting they're going to give Tyreek the ball, even though, like, they really shouldn't, but they're going to give it to him. So, I mean, I think they, I think if he's in range, they're going to just feed him. Just let him, if there's any guy that can run just go routes and try and get, like, three yards, it's him. Yeah, it's going to be tough. So, like, they have the Titans this week at home and then they got the jets at home so it would be going up against sauce again but hey there was no issue against the jets on black friday then they had the cowboys their secondary is solid um yeah, it's nothing DK. special though but it's dk yeah and then dk like torch them so it's not it's like um deron bland can definitely get torched for sure um mm-hmm. and then they go to baltimore 
it's a good defense. Marlon Humphrey. Um, and then uh, last game of the season is um, against Buffalo at home. Um, so it's going to definitely be tough. I, it would be cool if it happens. So we'll see. I think um, you mentioned they play yeah, the Titans. But... That game is on mm-hmm. Monday night, I believe, this upcoming week. Oh, yeah. Why is there two Monday night games next week? I don't know. I hate the Giants aren't good enough to have their own night. But clearly, <laughs> it does. Yeah, I don't understand why they're doing two either. But so the Dolphins are playing the Titans. The Titans' pass defense is awful. Gardner Minshew just torched them. Like, there's a chance Tyreek Hill in prime time gets like 200 yards on Monday. Wouldn't hate it. That's my yeah, offensive play of the year pick. <laughs> um, so that's looking good. So we'll hop to the Broncos Texans game that came down to the basically the final play. I was the only one that took Denver. You both took Houston, and. Yeah, I feel like both quarterbacks were kind of throwing the ball at um, or trying to give it away at some points. Like, it just feels like whenever a team made a big defensive play, the opposing quarterback threw it right back. Stroud did not have an interception. Russ had three, but there were some questionable throws from Stroud for sure. This was the Nico Collins game. Um, Tank Dell looks like he's going to be out for the year, which is a shame. And the Texans, man, seven and five. Division is still possible. Uh, they beat the Jaguars once, um, so it'll come down to conference record. And if you guys had to, like, we'll, we'll kind of. St- predict the ranking in order of the AFC South at the end of the year, what would you guys come up with? Do you guys like Houston, Jacksonville, Indianapolis, or do you think Jacksonville would probably end up getting the uh, crowns, though? Who's starting Jacksonville next week? Uh, uh, C.J. Beathard, if he is. Blank, blanking on that name. Um, I don't it's know, tough. man. Pull it off. Let's, like, the Jaguars definitely have a much... I like, I like a better roster on paper, for sure. But, yeah, just if, like, Lawrence may miss, like, two or three games or... Even if yeah. it's one game, it's 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 gonna hurt them a little bit. And not only do they have a backup quarterback, they're now backup quarterback now lost the team's number one receiver. And yep. they play Cleveland's defense, oh, yeah, which is too. no, that's the worst nightmare for a backup quarterback. Um, then they play Baltimore, who has defense is sneaky just as good as Cleveland. Like, <laughs> um, then mm-hmm. Tampa, Carolina, Tennessee. That's those are three easy games at the end for Jacksonville. But for Houston, yeah. they uh, have... Houston's schedule is pretty easy the rest of the way, they too. play the Titans um, twice, I know that. Titans twice, Jets, Browns, and Colts. Like, all winnable games. All five mm-hmm. of those. Yeah. Well, wow, that... that So, I think I think that... I think the Texans... There's a situation where if the Texans win that last game, they can win the division. Mm, the only thing... I just looked it up. So, the Texans' odds to win the division right now is about... It's about plus 330, depending on the site. But the one thing that makes me very cautious about it is that the Jaguars are 4-1 in the division already, and the Texans are only 1-2. So the oh, Texans, that I didn't the Texans know. would have to okay. win out in the division yeah. in order to force the tiebreaker to then go to the conference record. So it's possible, but I think the Jaguars are in a good spot right now. I mean, there is a chance. I mean, if the Texans do beat the Titans twice and then – take care of the Colts they should be fine then so I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that the, the Jaguars will still finish with Texans that I didn't know that the Jaguars were already four and one in the division that's big yeah definitely huge for them um so I'm, I'm just glad it's gonna be an exciting AFC South race just because of how um bleak it was last year um I mean I guess we got some excitement towards the end with the uh Titans and the Jaguars but it, it might be a three-team race now which is nice um, so Dom, how was your uh, how was your experience at the Bucks game this weekend? I heard the weather was fantastic, and you got to stay in your seats the whole time. Yeah. So besides it completely downpouring between mid first quarter to halftime, um, like I don't know. So the Steelers game obviously went into delays multiple times. We saw mm-hmm. lightning and heard thunder from our seats, and they just kept on playing. 
kept which, flying. <laughs> which didn't really make any sense to us, but we were sitting initially. We're like, oh, this rain's not too bad. And then it just started downpouring, so um, I had to watch the game on a TV in the stadium for about an hour. So, you know, that was always always fun to do. But, I mean, we had great seats. We were sitting in, like, 10 rows from the field, which was pretty cool. Um, not every day you get to see uh, Chubba Hubbard score on a one-yard touchdown from, uh, like, 20 yards away. But Bryce Young in person is pretty bad. Like, watching him in person. How big is he? Is he, is he small in person? He, de- he definitely is a little short. Like, you could tell uh, him standing next to other people. But just he's always under pressure. Like, they did a lot of rollouts, the Panthers, and just always under pressure. Um, as for the Bucks. Um, Mike Evans is insane. 1,000 yards for the 10th straight season to start his career, which, like, that's just insane to think about when you think about uh, injuries and everything that could happen to a player. Um, and this was my upset pick. So I, the Panthers, you know, they they fought towards the end, didn't have enough, but didn't really expect them to. But I thought the new coach would maybe change it. Um, with that said, though, I mean the Bucks are still hanging around for the playoffs, but. They play the Falcons this week, so that is very big uh, upcoming for the NFC South. Yeah, um, I dude, I thought the Panthers were gonna win it for sure. It's a, it's a shame. That would have been a I mean, nice upset just, pick. They were so bad, like the punts <laughs> in the first half. It just nothing going. Bryce Young threw it, like legitimately threw the ball into the ground at least four times, where he just saw pressure coming. He saw like one guy covered, just said, "All right, we're not doing it this play. We'll try again." So. They got to fix the O-line, definitely, I think, is number one for the Panthers because he's under pressure every single play. I really want to know, like, what head coach is going to want this job next year because, like, obviously, like, the top guys are what? Like, Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator for the Lions. And then, apparently. Yeah, and then who? Kellen Moore. Yeah, Yeah. like, I don't think think any guy's going to want to go there. I'm trying to think. Oh, the – Matt, is it McDonald? McDonald on the uh, Mike McDonald, the defensive coordinator for the Ravens. I saw will be like a top choice as well. I saw reports there. that they're looking for offensive minor head coach though. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, maybe it will be Kellen Moore because I doubt Ben Johnson would want to go there. He might as well just stay another year in Detroit um, or go to the Chargers if Staley gets fired. Eric Bieniemy, dude. Well, he could finally get the shot. Is there? <laughs> um, is Everfus? Do you think it'll be back? Oh, can't be, can't be. I think really they are, they think they, they already said they're uh they're evaluating him for the rest of the season. That means he's not they, coming back. They could still make the playoffs, but they're they're also going to get Harbaugh, so like they might as well go to get him. You think they're going to get Harbaugh? Michigan you think Harbaugh leaves Michigan? Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. One hundred. You think he's going to leave? One hundred percent. He's he's done to, at Michigan at the end of the year. Yeah, because of everything what? that's going between all the scandal, like people forget Michigan was cheating like a month ago people just kind of forgot that part so like there's still stuff like going on there that I think he's like probably gets suspended or something and he'll just say all right I'll go to the NFL it's like that's very possible do you think do you think it matters if they win uh the national championship or not I think that'd be even better because he could just go out on top he's like all right my work here's done whoever whoever takes over next take care of all the punishment but I'm out damn that's crazy that'd be sick if he's back in the NFL um for sure uh because That'd be a sick job. Obviously, like Ben Johnson. I mean, like if you get to coach Caleb Williams, he could definitely go and do that too. So uh, that uh, that Bears coaching position probably will be top choice. That or the Chargers has to be yeah. um, for any offensive minded head coach. Uh, so we'll hop into the Rams uh, Browns game. Joe Flacco didn't look actually terrible in this game. Um, we did do a clean sweep. We all took the Rams in this one. 
um, and they won 36 to 19. I think I was seeing like, I know it's uh, like for fantasy purposes, Kyron Williams is like a top 10 running back this year or something. And he, or he's close to it. And he's missed so much time too, because of injury. And he didn't really play that much to start the year. He has been one of the best running backs in the league when he's on the field this season. Um, and yes, yeah, Stafford kind of sling the ball. Cooper Cup, another quiet game. It was more of a puka touchdown. show. I hit a touchdown. I hit a touchdown. Okay, there you go. You can get your uh, six fantasy points if you took <laughs> them in the in the first round this year. <laughs> AKA um, me. But did you? Oh yeah, you did. Did we? Actually, Tom, we were. I forgot. I think I was talking about this with someone in our league. But your team, it's so good. I, I like. I, I don't know how your record's so bad, and then you also just lost Trevor Lawrence. So you might not even make the playoffs with a good team. Like I, I, you, I was like, I have a very good roster. I just maybe I, I, I had like a real bad skin. Like when Cooper Cup was out. And then, like, um, when he came back and was putting up, like, five points for, like, a month straight, um, and Puka kind of calmed down, Trevor Lawrence was still bad, but now everyone started to get hot, and then Trevor Lawrence, of course, gets hurt. So, right when he turns into, like, a high-end QB1 for, like, three weeks in a row, he just goes down. Yeah, brutal stuff. Uh, But the Browns with Flacco, I wasn't, like, terrible, but, I mean, it's the Flacco game. What do you expect? They're 7-5. and Um, did, Did we eliminate the Rams for the playoffs, too? Not yet. Yeah. Okay, thank God, because no, they're sneak. No, we did. Never mind, we did. My bad. Oh my God, they're gonna um, make it too. And then make it. Before we move on from this game, we didn't touch on it in the Saints game, but Joe Flacco threw two touchdowns this week. Jimmy Graham scored a touchdown for the Saints. Like, imagine <laughs> saying that to somebody three years ago, or like even last year would have been crazy. I think three years ago would have been unlikely. But like, they were both essentially out of the league, and here they are scoring touchdowns late in the 2023 season. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, it's just wild. But yeah, so we'll see. I think Flacco will once again, I think he'll start over DTR, even if DTR is healthy, but we'll see. Um, definitely have a quick week. So uh, I guess what could have been like a game of the week, but the uh, between the 49ers and the Eagles, 49ers won 42 to 19. They didn't do anything on offense their first two possessions. And then I don't even know if they punted for like the rest of the game where they like proceeded to go on and score um, 42 straight points outside the first quarter. McCaffrey balled out, Samuel balled out, Ayuk balled out, Purdy balled out um, on the road. This was the big Dom game. Um, Dom, did when I texted you that, were you like, what are you talking about? Can somebody explain? Because I still, so obviously I didn't fully watch this game because I was at the Bucks game. I still don't fully understand what is going on with this big Dom guy in Philly. <laughs> Dude, right, so, it's so So stupid. he's the Eagles head of security. So him and Dre Greenlaw got into it on the sideline. And then Dre Greenlaw, like he did like point in the guy's face and like, and like, Kind of and like he hit touched him. In the him. Face. And like, and then, he didn't like, hit him in the face. And then, like, Big Dom, like, they were sort of going back and forth with each other, and they and they kicked out both of them. But, like, then, um, like, obviously, like, Twitter started looking up, like, who is Big Dom? And he's, like, this, like, big dude who's, like, the Eagles' head of security. And, like, you know, so then. But what, like, what role does a head of security have being that? Close he, he's not, like, like, a get back coach. Cause I, I don't know. I think. Sirianni. Because oh, it was, he, he I think that. it was. I don't think he is, though. Yeah. Oh, he does. It was a late hit. Greenwall, like, I forgot who ran it on the Eagles, but he kind of, like, threw him after the play. It was an unnecessary roughness late hit. And then I think Big Dom started chirping, or somebody was starting to chirp at Greenwall, and then they got into it. Yeah, both get ejected. So I think the the Eagles would take that trade. They lose Big Dom. Mm -hmm. Niners lose one of their best defenders. And Big Dom, like, he he was dressing a coach. Like, he looked like a coach on the sideline, not the head of security. And then I... Dude, you look up his... uh, He's like, let me uh, look up his title. Because when I looked it up, I was like, 
is he like a general manager or something like at first because it's like special advisor to the general manager so i'm like oh is he like uh, like just like another like advi- advisor in the front office but no he's just a head of security like there was a photo that came out with him at the airport with like Shaq leonard the other week too and it's like he's been around forever and i was like oh so he like escorts doing? like the players like through the stadium and stuff like he like walks with them like what's his yeah and, like i guess picks them up from the airport and stuff like that and apparently hey, he Tommy hates Hoover. attention like he hates attention well, so like i'm sure he loves this yeah um for the game um, for the game itself tom how about your eagles what what went wrong this game because this was just like just humiliating and embarrassing honestly like the 49ers killed them yeah um also don't say my eagles like uh so that is you were, uh you were, you were extremely high on that i don't know man i think you're more of an eagles fan than a giants fan no if any if i was pick one team other than the giants be the dolphins but i digress yeah, more than one team um so no i just i just think eagles are very good until about 36 hours ago because here's the thing 49ers killed them they're like the run game was far more balanced eagles had no run game and that is a big issue with san francisco mccaffrey that run to the left was working every single time behind use check kittle and trent williams if there's if there's, if there's a left tackle tight end fullback combo in the nfl you want to be running behind it's those three and if there's one running back you want doing it it's probably christian mccaffrey so that is the best situation to run to the left in the NFL. They have Debo, Ayuk, fantastic receiving core. They're obviously Shanahan just just blew Sirianni out of the water with how how much he outcoached him. San Francisco looks significantly better um, after this game. It's pretty easy to tell, but I do think that Eagles are a, a tier below San Francisco now. Like they they, they look the best in, in the NFL. If they kill the Eagles like this on the road, that's nuts. Yeah. I think like this probably solidifies the Niners as maybe the team to beat in the NFC if they could do this against the other team they were going up against on the road. Me and Dom both took San Fran. Obviously, Tom, you took your Eagles, um, and they were your upset pick this week. It didn't happen. My streak ends. <laughs> I, I, I won like four or five in a row. I think Vegas, Vegas always knows. Like that's all you got to do. Dude, they did. Once we saw it was minus three, we should have been like, all right, let's alt it to ten or something. This is weird. But, um, yeah, so Niners win a massive game. They go to 9-3, and three, Eagles 10-2, and, and then it's a big division matchup between the Eagles and the Cowboys because I'm pretty sure Cowboys win. They now own uh, sole possession of the NFC East, right? Uh, depends on the division because if the Cowboys win, they'd be 1-1, one and one, so the Eagles would be 4-1 in the division and the Eagles would be 3-1, and so the Cowboys would take over with a win. Gotcha, because they played one more game. Yeah, because they'd have one more division win and they'd be uh, one and one head to head and tied overall. So division, if divisions tied, uh, head to head tied, it goes to conference. If division, or does it go tied, to like strength of schedule? No, yeah, conference games is the next one. Yeah, it goes goes to conference games. Yeah, yeah, okay. and then and then I think it's um, common games. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, okay, so we had a game where we all picked the Kansas City Chiefs and the Green Bay Packers won to advance to six and six. Jordan Love, man, what a different couple of weeks. I think I Tom, you were the one praising Jordan Love in the offseason about this team, and he's he looks like he's the guy. I think he's a free agent at the end of the year too, right? So um, did or they pick he's got your option. Oh no, there is like a random option because they gave him like an extension. I'm pretty sure they can keep him. Gotcha. Okay, because he may get like some type of extent, like extension this offseason too, going forward. I mean, just the way it. he's played over the last couple of weeks, yeah, he's playing great. He's looked great. Because and like, now other than have... the like a, like a either garbage time or like the one start when uh, at the end of last year, like he's had like no time like to play and like get acclimated. Like he's literally sat behind Rogers for four years, for three years, and he's coming in now. Like 
you can't expect him to just be really good on a not so good team right off the bat. Like he's making people better around him. Like the Packers look so much better. But Dom, Packers gonna be four and thirteen. You said, and they've yeah, since won three straight. That was like such bad timing on my part. The fact that the Packers have done this now in three weeks, like hand up, I was wrong. Did not ex- did not see this coming whatsoever. Um, I wish I never brought it up because if I didn't, they probably would still be on pace for that losing record. But yeah. since I brought it, since I brought it to light, they obviously are winning now. Um, good win for them. Great game out of uh, Christian Watson, although he did get hurt again. It, he'll, he'll just always be hurt. It seems like uh, for the Chiefs, yeah, though, like this game for the Chiefs again, another team where they haven't been too flashy or anything this year. Again, their receivers. Travis Kelsey only had four catches. Rasheed Rice finally had a big game. Other than that, nobody did anything. Like, it's the same story with them every single week. It just comes down and they sneak out a win or not. Yeah, and the thing with the Chiefs is, like, one, well, they did become kind of like a, a run-heavier team. Like, with Pacheco, like, they have a good run game now, which they never really had too great of one with, with Edward Zolaire. Um, But these were, this were, like, Kelsey included now, like, they, like, Kelsey is not, like, he clearly is not the guy that he was last year. Like, it's very evident. Like, in a game where they're losing on primetime, there's no reason Kelsey should have four catches. That does not, that should not happen. If this was last year, two years ago, he'd have 11 catches for 140 yards. Like, that's just the way it usually goes. And now he's, like, like irrelevant at times. Like, he's, like, a non-factor in some games. And, like, Noah Gray and Justin Watson are, like, more involved in the offense. And... Everyone but Darius Tony seems to be getting their, their fair share these days. Good. <laughs> yeah, it's just a weird season for this Chiefs offense. Just like 8-4 and four just obviously is not the standard for Kansas City over the last couple of years. We get, uh, hopefully it's a great game against the Bills this weekend, um, but their schedule isn't too hard after that with the Pats, Raiders, Bengals, and then Chargers in Week 18. Um, so definitely, like we had a good Thursday night game. And we had a good Monday night game this week um, where the Bengals beat the Jaguars. Definitely pulled off an upset on the road. This was the Jake Browning game. Uh, it was a big week for Washington quarterbacks for Michael Penix and for Jake Browning. Uh, he threw for 354 yards. Jamar Chase went off. And I'm just kind of, I wanted to pull up, what was the spread of this game? It was 10. Yep. Wow. Um, that is crazy. And yeah, uh, this is a huge win. Obviously, big news uh, is that Lawrence could miss some time with injury, um, which is a shame. And Christian Kirk is going to most likely be out for, I think he is out for the year. Yeah. So, yeah, they said he made the Super Bowl. He can come back. That's right, like so the Tower Hero thing, basically. <laughs> so basically, yeah. He didn't come back. Oh, did he come back in the, in the finals last year? No, he no. didn't. Um, it was close to it. But yeah, so big win for Cincinnati. They stay alive. We eliminated them last week. Do you guys have any thoughts before we eliminate a new team this week? Yeah. Um, who's the worst quarterback, Tyler Boyd or Jamar Chase? Tyler Boyd went <laughs> 0 for 1 with an interception. What do you value more? Ch- and Jamar Chase went 1 for 1 with negative 7 yards. Like, at, how many trick plays are you going to try running? Like, keep it simple for Jake Browning. Yeah. I know. He was he, he had he so many well. screens, too, I felt like. But, yeah, he did do well. Um. All right, so Dom, do you have the list in front of you if you want to read them off? All the teams we've eliminated from the playoffs. We're doing this every week. Till the final week, we uh, obviously none of the teams we've eliminated have clinched, but there's definitely some fringe teams that aren't looking great for us right now. Yeah, so we've eliminated 12 teams so far. I think there's three contenders this week. So the 12 we have eliminated are the Patriots, Colts, Titans, Bengals, Broncos, Raiders in the AFC. And then in the NFC, it's Giants, 
Panthers, Packers, Bears, Rams, and Cardinals. So it's an even split so far, six and six. So there's, I would say, like we have to worry about three teams in the AFC with the Colts, Bengals, and Broncos. And then two teams in the NFC with the Packers and the Rams. I'd say, yeah, if, out of those, out of our 12 so far, I'd say those five, yeah. yeah. If the season ended today, I think, yeah, it was the Colts get in, so we'd be wrong there. And in the NFC, the Packers would get in, so we'd be wrong there. So we basically need Seattle to get that seventh spot or one of the NFC South teams. Yeah, which is not going to happen at this rate. <laughs> no, no. So it's not, or we, yeah, or Tommy DeVito's just got to carry us. So uh, not looking good for the NFC just because the Packers and the Rams are right there. As well as for the AFC, we need Pittsburgh, we need Cleveland, we need Houston, um, and then we need Indi- and like or Buffalo to make a run, and then we do need Indy and Cincy to fall out. So I guess you said the most notable teams. We had three. I assume one are the Jets. Yep. Yeah. And did we eliminate Washington? Not yet. Okay. And then the th- who's the last one that you said we, we could I think, think about? The, I think the Chargers are pretty much dead. Okay. I, think, I would definitely I think the, I think the Jets and the uh, managers still a step above them. I'm fine with the commanders now because they already have nine losses. and um, I would do – honestly, I'm, I'm down to eliminate the Jets. I'm done with them. They're not making the playoffs. So the Jets Aaron Rodgers is oh, not yeah, playing not. this year. The Jets are 4-8. and eight, The commanders are 4-9. I don't think eight and nine would be good enough, even if the Commanders were on the table. The Jets are in the same boat. Uh, they play Houston, I think, this week. Washington's on a bye, so it's kind of the kind of the same same difference to me. Okay, um, let's do. Washington has the Rams, the Jets, the Niners, the Cowboys. No, just eliminate the uh, Commanders now. Their remaining okay. schedule is Rams, Jets, 49ers, Cowboys. Even even if the so even if they win that Jets game. They just have that's, to lose to the 49ers. That's 10 losses right there. And and Dallas. Dallas is probably going to be playing for a seed in, in the last week because they're probably going to be a game behind the Eagles, and they're probably going to be fine with Detroit. True. Um, I'm, I'm so, fine with Dillity Washington, and then just we're going to leave them, them both in the next two weeks anyway, so it doesn't matter. All right. So we'll just do the Commanders this week then? Fine with me. Yeah. Okay. So, Which yeah, is- Commanders, Jets, and then, I guess, Chargers potentially in a few weeks. Which is crazy because the Commanders were four and five, and we were like, "Oh, they they might be decent." And now here we are eliminating. That's the only division, no? No, I said that the NFC East is gonna have three playoffs. Three playoffs, teams, not being the Giants. Yikes! <laughs> I mean, you were two thirds, um, right? Full of bad takes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Even though it's like yeah, chalk, right but... uh, so, but if the Steelers lose to the Pats, there's I'm down to eliminate them. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, also, uh, before we wrap it up. Notable news, the Mets did not win the lottery. Did we at least move into the top six? They did not. They now pick 19th. Well, it's over. <laughs> the Yankees and the Padres also fell as well. Who's who's one, two, three? Uh, Guardians one, Reds two, Rockies three. The Whoa. Guardians shot up eight spots. The Reds say, shot yeah, up should... 12. Wait, the, wait, the yeah. Reds are two? Reds are two. That's going to be a dirty team if he pants out in like four years. Yeah, so there's your MLB lottery reaction <laughs> on a, on a week 13 reaction. So yeah, we hope you guys did enjoy. Drop a like if you did. Let me just, let us know what you guys think of week 13 in the comments. Um, and if you're listening on Apple Pod or Spotify, we'd appreciate a rating and review over there. Um, in a few days, you guys will also see our week 14 week 14 preview. It's crazy. We're already in week 14. It's wild, and we'll catch you all there. Peace.